Yo, it's the end of the financial year, 30th of June 2015, not next year. I'm Stuart. Hi, Lauren. It's a Stuartly Small Podcast, isn't it? Hi, Stu Farrell. It is. That's Good to correct. Be back. Yes, freezing cold, but uh, we're in the middle of winter here in Melbourne, Australia. Mm-hmm. In case you're listening from uh, the sunny other part of the world, mm-hmm. or the slowly uh, capitulating other side of the world. Capitulating. I was going to say another word, but then it just left me. <laughs> capitulating is, always works. Yeah, yeah, capitulate. <laughs> what's the, is it, what's what's it? it capitulating under or to? What's it capitulating in regards to? Mm. Mm. Well, you know what? That's the mystery of it. Oh, yeah, mystery. Just never mystery know. capitulation. <laughs> it, it never ceases to amaze. Now, Lauren. <laughs> yes. What are all those scars on your face? Stop it. Oh. I, uh, you know, like, listen. We've got a we've got a thing here that we try not to talk about being sick. However, I have been sick for entering now the seventh week. We do very well at not talking about uh, being sick. We don't. No, we do very poorly. We do very poorly. But listen, when you're sick for seven weeks, you have nothing else to talk about. Mm. Yesterday, I went and saw a member of my family, and the member of my family said to me, "How are you?" And I said, "Look at me." Mm. And and then they said. Okay, but, but aside from that, and I was like, aside there the is no stuff. aside from the fact that <clears throat> my face is falling off, I can't, my head is oatmeal, <clears throat> and I am just wandering around like, you know, between sleeps. Like, there is no besides that. So, you, you can't really, you can't really not talk about it. If somebody says, how have you been? You kind of can't. Well, you so, can. <clears throat> well, you can, and I, I do. I've been doing it every day, but just every now and then... Particularly when you ask me what's wrong with my face. What's wrong with Lauren? I tell you. So, yesterday I capitulated (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and I decided that it had been going on for too long and I needed to do something. I've been trying, I wasn't allowed to have antibiotics for it for various reasons. I wasn't, because basically I got something and then I got something else. And then on top of that, I then got sinusitis, Mm. a sinus infection. Self-diagnosed. No, no, no. I went to the doctor yesterday and he said, whoa, sinusitis much. Look at your face and stuff. Mm. I got sinusitis so badly that I thought that I had to go to the dentist. I thought I had to have teeth removed. Have you ever had that? Sinusitis. No, apparently that's part of sinusitis if you get it badly is that you're... Your whole face hurts, but your teeth hurt. Was it pushing on the nerves? I thought my teeth were falling out of my head. Like, it was so <laughs> sore. It's like a snapshot to the future. It was. It was mm. hideous. Anyway, mm. and so, but yes, apparently that's just what a sinus infection does. So, I I've tr- I'd tried everything that, that, that I'd been told to try. Um, except I didn't have a neti pot, which was advised to us by listeners. Do you remember this? There is. I think it was uh, Ben was one of the listeners. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> so I went and got one of those. A neti pot. It's basically a pot, like a little teapot, you fill with salt water and you pour out one nostril, it comes out the other. Does it go right through your snozzles? Yeah. It's Do extremely attractive. Must hurt. Doesn't hurt mm. at all. Feels like you're doing exactly what you're doing. Anyway, did that, but... But just was just so despairing. Mm. And uh, so I remembered what happened to me once before when I was a complete wreck. And I thought, well, maybe this will work again. Whiskey. <laughs> um, acupuncture. Mm. So <clears throat> I... Put on your best flared trousers and paisley top. 
and trotted off in your VW Beetle to the acupuncturist. Now, I put on Facebook, on my own personal Facebook page the other day, that I was looking for an acupuncturist because I used to, I did acupuncture once before for something else and it was really effective. And I could, popping I didn't, balloons. And I didn't believe, yeah, it's very effective for popping balloons, mm. I must confess. Um, uh, I didn't believe it. I, as I was doing it, I didn't believe it. As the person was talking to me about it, I didn't believe it. They were telling me mm. what I was doing. I was like, uh-huh, sounds good. Mm. Didn't believe a blinder. Just didn't believe it. And then got better mysteriously and mm. thought, oh, what a, what a psychosomatic, you know, placebo. placebo. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I've subsequently done a hell of a lot of reading in this area and when I put on Facebook that this was uh, what I wanted to do and that anybody who was cr- uh, critical of it and cynical of it could shut in a certain direction and that direction was not down, um, they, I had a doctor friend of mine say it's an accepted part of medicine mm. and I've also been, and I know I've already talked about this book, but remember I told you that, I've been li- that I listened to Norman Swan on Radio National interviewing... Norman Doidge or Doig yeah. about his new book about brain plasticity, but it's not about brain. It's about brain plasticity and how your brain heals. Mm. And um, it is extraordinary because it talks about how Western and Eastern medicine have been like enemies forever. And now the science is starting to recognize all of these things that Eastern medicine has said for a long time. And maybe the reasons that Eastern medicine has given and the kind of justifications for various things are not the way that Western medicine would say they are, but they are very much legitimate reasons for things happening in Western medicine and in uh, medicine. And so I listened to that talk and then I downloaded the audio book. <laughs> so I've been listening. Oh, you bought the book. I did. Well, <clears throat> actually I got, you know, you get free one a month. Wow. That was my free one. I'm I've got to get an Audible account. You do. So I've been listening to this book and it's 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 made me really regret my maybe, you know, I'm just feeling better because I want to feel better and that's why acupuncture's made me feel better. Like, but you'd never think that if you went to the doctor and you felt instantly better after seven weeks of illness mm. and then every other doctor in the world had said, oh, yes, you need to go home and stand on one leg for four hours or just sleep it off, man. You know. Sleeping's good, though. Have some um, antibiotics that won't work and will react badly and um, with this other thing and, you know, so I can't actually give them to you, like, blah, blah, blah. It actually solved something for me. Right. And I feel like a million bucks. I mean, I'm not quite better yet, but you can't get better overnight from it. Like sinus infection, but I feel like I can actually sit up vertically without my whole face pounding like a kind of cartoon, you know, lollipop. Well, <clears throat> since you asked, no, well, uh, that uh, that was a ten-minute. Uh, you said, to the question, "Why have I got scars on my face. face?" And then you said, "I'm wearing flares and a paisley top and." Well, acupuncture is really good for pricking balloons. Well, so you I, know, like forgive there, me for being a tiny bit defensive. There is there is the perception that it. I mean, I don't think it's as widespread as it once was. That acupuncture is still part of the kooky arts. You know, I think it still is mm. quite a perception. You think and so? I think it's, I thought that's pretty. Like even AFL footballers will have it. Mm. Um, well, I you can, had you it can last claim it. Year. You can claim it against. Um, Insurance and all that stuff, like mm. because insurance companies realise 
I mean, they're not going to let you claim stuff that doesn't work. Well, yoga's in the same boat now. Yoga was once the domain for... Well, they say that, that, I mean, that's part of the Norman Doig thing, Doidge thing as well. Oh, right. Yoga, meditation is extremely important for, because the thing he says that's so interesting, mm. which is what sort of uh, Eastern medicine has always recognised, is that pain, so if you break your leg, the pain isn't actually in your leg. Where's the pain? In your head. In your brain, exactly. Yeah. So the pain uh, the, to address the pain, you have to address what's happening in your head, not in the location that is sending the signals to your head that you are in pain. Right. I mean, yes, you need to address that too. But there's this great story that he sets up in his introduction um, of this pain doctor, this, this pain um, genius doctor. Pain that, doctor? I'm not going to visit that guy. Right, he's a, he's an expert in pain. Dr. pain. <laughs> I imagine if your things were ba- so bad, you were Heaven studied by that guy. Yeah. But he had a big accident, and his leg was completely shattered. Um, and he, being a pain doctor, he was kind of fascinated by. <clears throat> he said that the pain was excruciating, and he, and he, but he, as soon as he sat still, <laughs> the pain stopped, because the pain, the, your body only doesn't want you to move your leg. In that instance. Mm. So once you stop, the pain stops. It's only when you go to move it and, the, and your body thinks, no, 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 don't move that. You'll damage it further that the pain signal goes to your brain. Mm. And he asked for the, – the people came along, the, you know, people in ambulances. Ambulance, what are they? paramedics. Ambuli, yes. Came along and they went to fix his leg. Uh, no, they, sorry, they went to give him pain medication and he said, up the dose. And they said, no, we're not going to up the dose. And he said, I'm a pain doctor. Do what I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. They upped the dose massively. And, they, and he believes that that's why he has not had chronic pain in his leg ever since, which he would usually have, is that at that time, his brain didn't make the connection, which then it would echo for a long time later. Oh, is that it's, what that is, like yeah. residual just brain damage? It's residual. It, it sets up – your brain sets up a connection between that part of your body and it's – that's why people with like a missing limb have phantom pain. There's, mm. all, there's all this um, – anyway, it's so fascinating. Oh, my God. Last night I put this um, thing on and I thought I'll listen to just a little bit and I, like two hours later I was like, I better turn it off. <laughs> I'm yeah, not right. sleeping. But so it's such an interesting book. And, yeah, I think you're right that now more and more people are using, um, like, these alternative, alternate forms of medicine. And I'm not saying, you know, if I, you know, was diagnosed with a cancer or something, I'd, I'd forego Western medicine and I'd pop down and get myself some acupuncture. But I am saying it's just... It's kind of patronising how we all go, <laughs> that's just a different, you know what I mean? Mm, it's it's the- funny how I'm just sitting here listening to you and your documentary that you, you'd listen to. <laughs> what have you been listening to? Well, no, it's just funny the, what takes our interest. Why? You know? What have you well, <laughs> listening to? But no, I haven't been listening. I watched a documentary that was lent to me and, and it's, it, it was just on um, police corruption in the 75th precinct in New York in the uh, oh, yeah. 80s. Oh, that'd you know? be fascinating. Yeah, I suppose it is. It was like just showing the eastern New York when it was a, a bomb site. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it just made me think I should really th- watch more smarter stuff, you know? like no, I think any documentary makes you smarter. Mm. Well, well, I did learn one thing. Yes, please that, During me. that time, a kilo of cocaine mm. was um, about $34,000. 
right? Yeah. And there was one one particular, uh, he was a Guatemalan fella uh, who was in America playing his trade mm. and he had a few bodegas, you know, and out of those bodegas, this guy was selling 300 kilos a week. Like, it, it, I don't know, it's just... You know, proper money, but for, for bad stuff, obviously. And it was like ninety eight percent pure. But um, Whoa. just yeah, just interesting stuff. So I won. <laughs> well, speaking of medicine, that's all. <laughs> like we both watched our medicine documentaries this week. But um, uh. if I was to snap my finger off in front of you now, and not off, but break mm. it completely out of its um mm. socket, mm. and then put it just down the table and said that doesn't hurt. And just didn't use it. Are you telling me I could train my brain to accept that? No, oh. I'm not. Because uh, that so, would be a skill worth learning. No, no. But Pain I am training. Say, no, I am saying that that this is this is this area, new area or developing area of mm. Western science, which Doidge talks about. Would be really good if I remembered how to say his name properly. I can't Doig? remember if it's Doidge or Doig. It's got an well, E on it's the like end. Doig and Doig. It's got an E on the end. Anyway, uh, whatever. Doig. He, <coughs> he, um. Doig. So, yes, no, people with phantom limbs, the, the, the science, Doig. the medical science on phantom limbs is getting better and better. So, that there are more and more things. And so, for instance, there's this, there's this crazy thing where that demonstrates how the brain, how much the brain has got to do with this process, where if you, if you have, uh, you know, uh, one arm cut off at the top or something mm. and you put a mirror in a certain place and move oh, – I can't remember how it works, but you trick your brain into thinking that you do have that arm. Mm. Your brain lets go of the pain. It stops happening because your brain is in charge of the pain and this is where all of these theories are coming from. So – so um, there and 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 it's not just it doesn't it's not just with phantom limbs it's with stuff like acquired brain damage injury whatever it's called they're saying that can be injury. repaired they're saying <clears throat> that yeah they used to think oh that that just means that part of the brain is dead hmm. so you know done deal let's just like yeah. you know deal with look what after what we've got yeah and now they're not now they're saying no that there's because of this plasticity idea you can um there are all sorts of things that you can do that are, that that um, mean that you can completely change the life of that person, mm. and uh, you know some like in the um, interview that Norman Swan did with Doig, um, or Doig, uh, he said, "But it's all trickery, you know, and isn't it all too good to be true?" And like these are the sorts of things that everybody finds themselves asking because mm. it feels like putting a mirror up next to somebody's arm and, you know, well, that's all well and good. You've tricked your brain for a minute, but like you, you've still got one arm. Like, so, but it's, that's why the science is, needs to be studied is what he says. And it's developing so that um, there are all sorts of things. Like there's a thing that you can put on your tongue. Did I tell you this before? No. There's a thing you can put on your tongue um, and it stimulates certain areas of your tongue and it affects the way you can – people who can't see so well can see and people who can't – like it actually it actually changes the way your brain works because mm. it's stimulating certain areas. Well, it's even like when you do self-medicine, you know. Uh, if, <laughs> when you do self-medicine. Well, <coughs> if say – You should be the bureau chief of self-medicine. 
it is a thing in which you well, specialize. Well, there's been a lot of stories about um, backyard dentists in the the northern suburbs of Melbourne. Really, I haven't seen yeah. them. Uh, haven't you? No, they've been uh, they've busted one fellow who's been doing uh, his oh. own version of dentistry for the last eight years out of the garage. Oh my goodness! And there's a fear, mm. big word at the moment, fear mm. that uh, there may be a little network of. Um, well, it's a it's a good thing that dentists, dentists so maybe aren't cheap or free, isn't it? I mean, imagine. Whew. Well, I know. If, <laughs> if, if, if it wasn't so prohibitive, maybe you wouldn't have to go and see Mick yeah. the mechanic to get your oh, teeth pulled. Oh, don't. You know? How hideous. But, um, yeah. Yeah, so maybe you're suggesting backyard doctory. No, I'm really backyard not medicine. suggesting yes, that. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. You'd only need a, a sewing needle and a pair of scissors. Oh, Stuart, let's not and say we did. What do you mean? And a pl- blah, 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 blah. pliers. Pliers. Yeah, you would be terrifying. Imagine rocking up. To, it'd have to be a back lane and then have to no, be the back of a van or so something. so old, Australia. We use garages now. Van? Don't you reckon? And then you'd be in there. <laughs> that sounds like Cannibal Run. <laughs> With that beanie on <laughs> and your oh, pliers. Laugh it up. No, that's the worst. Anyway, well, what were you saying about self? Oh, well, it's just like you were saying about the tongue pressure points. Yeah. Um, I found that if you... If you're in pain or if you've got a blocked nose, for instance, yeah, and someone um, gives you a rub on the shoulders or something, yeah, it'll, it'll immediately unblock some area on your head that hasn't, you know. I mean, it's, it's, I'm not putting myself in the same uh, category <laughs> as Doig here, but <laughs> I'm saying that there is merit to the argument. Farrell does Doig. <laughs> Stupid. Do it. Yeah, Lauren. We're yeah. here. It's the human body episode of... Um, Is it? Uh, well, I don't know. We haven't had a special for a while. No, we haven't. So it's a special? Well, usually we do a food special because that's all we really know about. <laughs> but, yeah, well, the true. main love is the human body and mm. um, dissecting it and... Food and uh, bodies. Re, you know, re-evaluating it and putting it back together. I'd Hopefully like to with po- the parts in the right I'd spot. I'd like to point out we have never actually dissected a body, but yes. I mean, we often talked about it, haven't we? With the van and the uh, <laughs> chainsaw and all that. But um, I I'd want to ask you, this is more of a... Uh, we, we, actually, it's not the body so much. It's the mind issue oh, of, good, of good. the podcast. B- body and mind. This is the body and mind edition. Oh, body and mind. We deserve one of those... Um, Lift outs. Yeah, we do. Hey, or, or like a stall in a big, um, you know, exhibition building, exhibition building yeah, sort of Stuart thing. Stu and Lawrence backyard medicine. <laughs> you deal with the mind, and I'll deal with the uh, nuts and bolts, right. so to speak. Right. So, yeah, I was again working. <laughs> yes. Who would have thought? <laughs> yes. And uh, I had an incident that made me think of you. And made me think of the podcast because I wanted to throw something out to the listeners. Okay. But we had a bit of a Mr. Joe Smooth uh, in the place the other day, right? A bit suaver than the average customer. Yeah. A bit taller. Right. Um, you know, a bit more self-assured, cocky even. I read a thing. I'm oh, not read. I actually listened to a thing on radio mm. about the facts, about psych, about psych, what are they Spit called? Spit it out. You know, Crazy people that kill everyone. Um, Psycho killers? uh, Psychopaths. About psychopaths uh, and narcissists and blah, blah, blahs Mm. in business. Um, And government. And and government and Mm. leadership positions. And one of the things they said is if you are taller, you earn X amount more. Like that. They've done the, all these studies and it's like extraordinary 
How much more people? How much more tall people in leadership positions earn? Generally, no. across the role, and 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 it's massive. Like it's well, not just. Did they give you know, a reason why? Other than just they height? said tall people and good-looking people mm. just get better stuff in how life. How did I miss out? I don't know, Stu. <laughs> I don't know. You should uh, demand a pay rise. I might have to. Anyway, so sorry. This tall, suave, (laughs) yeah, you know, he he exuded. um, He probably gets paid mm -mm, extra. Schmankiness, you know. He he wasn't dressed in a suit. Yeah, he just was cleaner than the average customer. No offense to the customers I've met, of course. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, I'm coming off the back of like our our most annoying night, Uh, Monday nights, when we get uh, every person under the age of twenty. That uh, w- wasn't brought up with manners in. Ah, uh, um, right. It's uni night, but we seem to get a certain breed. Okay. Uh, like the, the type of person that thinks it's funny to uh, get a whole um, dispenser of tomato sauce and take the lid off and then just pour it straight into the caddy that it came from and then throw it across the room or, um, you know, remove one of your paintings from the wall that you've put up and throw it on the floor. What? Or, um, you know, I could keep going through really? the uh, shame file of this certain demographic um, or type of person within a demographic. But Is it cheap uni night? Yeah, it is. But it's almost like the people that no other uni night will have. Right. These people go off, but not go off in yeah. a fun way. They go off like, we're not going to take it anymore. And they just start smashing things for wow. no good reason. <laughs> We're not going to take these cheap drinks anymore. Yeah. And, and they then, drink their eight dollar jugs. Yeah. They just, yeah, but I've seen people drinking and they don't lose all like manners. Yeah, you know this is like. But when you when you're young, you do dumb stuff though. No, I totally understand that. But this is a different breed. Is my point. This is like where where do you exist ordinarily? Like I see young people drinking all the time. Young people, you just got to stop saying young people. That's all. No, but I am. But it's a, it's distinct group we're talking about. Right, and this is a young crowd. Like, I walked out there when I first started working. I walked out there, and it was almost like the DJ went, (laughs) (laughs) Whose parents have showed up? Like, this is how young these people are, you know what I mean? Yeah, so I since uh sneak out the back door once the shift is done, I don't need a part of it at all, (laughs) right? So, anyway, yeah, this dude's uh swanking around, lovely man, right? Okay, oh, I had him pegged as. Evil. No, no, but he had the. Duh, duh, duh. He, right. did, he didn't go as far, as far to ask who I banked with or anything no. like that. But <laughs> no. he, he wasn't rude. <laughs> but um, he just had the bit of the head wobble and the he on the who, and there won't be. I'll be right back. Sort of yeah, thing. right. Um, but he, I don't, he was probably putting on, but it wasn't. He didn't think he was putting it on. I think you know some people try and have an, a, a, a man of the, well do have a man of the sort of effect, and you can see, man, you are really trying a bit too hard here. Right. I think this guy's done it since he was a teenager, so it's just become him. Yeah. Some people lose it at about seventeen, right. eighteen, yeah. become normal humans. He kept up with it and grew into it. Okay. So, my point is, he ordered all his food, blah blah blah, and then he like did the big wink. Now, what is your what is your stance on people that wink at you? Apropos of what? Like, what did it seem to indicate? Did no, he say, like, did he say thanks, mate, and wink? Is that what it was? Sort of, but I, I, I'm not sure of, of of the hetero wink, you know, like the... You're not ma- going to be homophobic about a no, guy no, winking at you. No, no. Right. But it was like he was trying to pick up someone. It was like there's a, a sleazy wink. You know what I mean? It was like it was like sort of. This is why I had to ask you about it. Is there different types of winking? Because this felt like a pickup wink. Mm. 
Have you not experienced the pickup wink? I've experienced the pickup wink, I think, but I, I think that some people can carry off a wink. Well, is that is that the question That's I should be is. asking? Can some people not actually oh, wink I, properly? Oh no, absolutely. Like if you go to wink and both your eyes close no, and no, you scoop no. your face up a bit, that's, that's that's a little bit me. I do that sometimes. Oh, but sometimes I can pull off a wink. But and, I think this and bloke and was trying to be blokey, but it came across as like, well, where, let's go, where's baby, your car you, me, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, You're not going to be homophobic about this wink no. Well, <laughs> oh, well, no, I just mean like So what if he was like come hither It's just that you were saying I'm confused as to whether it's I'm come hither i feelings I'm having No, <laughs> I'm confused as to whether it's come hither mate or what It was a, as a but non-defined wink Is there, is there, is the there thing a, about a wink non-sexual is, wink anymore in society? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah No, I wink but Do I you? I wink, yeah, yeah No, I've, I but wink to children Nah, I no, I wink to colleagues sometimes. Do you? Yeah. Uh, if you do it sort of sarcastically or ironically, I think it works. When you're trying to do it as part of your you, move. No, but you need to be able to, it needs to be in context. You can't wink out of context. So you can't wink after saying it's a palmer. Oh, I don't know. If you, can, if you do, you have to be able to carry it off. And some people, just the way they carry themselves and how they're confident in who they are, they can totally carry off a here's your palmer wink. Uh, they totally can. No, this, yeah, this they, is no, different. This wasn't done right then. No, like, well, that's what I'm saying. I think, I think it sounds like your context was not clear. Right. I think only grandparents should be allowed to wink. Nah, I like the wink. I don't. You can't take the wink out of circulation. I can, um, the wink is slowly being removed. From no, it's, it's like a five cent piece no, of communication. Not. It is. No, it's beautiful. It's got a. It's an old fashioned. The it's beautiful, losing its place. No, it's not. It just needs to be used properly and only deft, only deftly. Like if you can't, you if you if you're not a good winker and winking has not garnered results for you in your life, stop it. You're ruining it for everybody well, else. What, what maketh the bad wink? Not. Being able to carry it off, not having the strength of your conviction, not getting the context right. You've got to get the context right. right. My sister is an extremely good, we, we call it um, quote placement. So she'll be, you'll be talking about something mm. and she'll go, oh, yeah. And then she'll like, a Simpsons quote, she'll just go bang, straight. Mm. And you'll go, oh, like she couldn't have found a better like illustration of what this moment is right. by using a quote that how has she remembered that? Like it's if you're if you are not and, and she's exceptional at it. And I'm mm. talking quotes from anywhere to any situation. She just she just has a mind that goes that goes through the back catalogue and finds the right thing mm. at the right time. If I try putting a quote somewhere it is like it is like watching somebody fumble backwards through tundra. Like it is the most excruciatingly everyone has to help me remember the quote <laughs> like the, oh, it no. doesn't match that like it's terrible yeah, you did that the other day when you, you were referring to the wrong character on seinfeld well see exactly yeah. right i so shouldn't attempt it i am ruining quote mm. placement for geniuses like my sister who so you're really saying good smooth at it. smooth gary over here is ruining the wink he's for ruining general society. it he's ruining it. And, and and i and i appreciate that he's trying and he should, maybe smooth. he can maybe he's got one too many moves yeah, He's maybe got the that's point, it. The swagger, yeah, the yeah, maybe tilt, that's it. Like drop the wink out of it. Yeah, yeah. And it's not going to look as like you, you your full bag of tricks. That's it. Yeah, mm, I think I you still can... stand by the fact then because, like the five cent piece, 
Yeah. Like the five cent piece. Still legal currency. <laughs> Still can be used to buy anything. But nobody wants to know about it. Hey, Stu. <laughs> Stupid. What's in your phone? <laughs> the sinus infection version of What's in Your Phone by Lauren Clark. Out now <laughs> through the iTunes shop. Now, Lauren. Yes. Uh, we have to get out of here. We've gone a little bit long. I know, we have. But uh, one thing, we do what's in your phone here. We don't have a whole lot, but I just came across a video uh, <laughs> recently. Yeah, you were out in the other rooms giggling away like a little schoolboy. And people were trying to talk to you and you just didn't answer. Multitasking. Not so good so, at it. So, um, yeah. you know, we, we quite often remark on how politics in this country gets us down. Yes, it's not uh, an uplifting thing. Yeah, and this is not going to make it any better for you, but it's just, <laughs> it just reminds you of how pathetic and sort of uh, I was going to say monotunneled. <laughs> monotunneled <laughs> were you? You know how that guy should stick to the tricks he knows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I did a five, uh, five cent piece that of was language. A, that was a five cent piece, right? Yeah, right. Anyway, yeah. <clears throat> well, um, anyway. Just watch this video. It's just got Tony Abbott for 31 seconds saying death cult. That's all it is. And that's all we're going to offer for you today. Find us at Facebook uh, forward slash Stupidly Big at Stupidly Big with Twitter. Uh, with Twitter. Mm. On and Twitter maybe, yeah. PO Box 1436 Fitzroy North 3068. Yes. And uh, we'll uh, speak to you tomorrow, no doubt. We shall. Have a good end of financial year, everybody. Oh, Hope yeah. your money comes in large amounts. Me too. Bye-bye.